What's good? Dude, it's been so long. Oh my gosh. It's been so long since. Wait, hold on. I'm choking. There's water in my <laughs> Yeah, go on. Wonderful. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. I'm your host, Mr. Yeti. Some call me Victor Eddie. That was the wrong order, but you know that already. And welcome to Neptune's Cavern, the reflective podcast on the big blue planet. And I'm here with a very special guest. Thank you. Who's hardly a guest anymore. She's already been here. Once. The former number one episode. <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe let's see if she, you know, gets it this time. I'm here. With my guy Michelle, who is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Michelle? Hi. This was a great episode. We talked about pick me boys. Yeah. Uh, we talked about men fighting and women fighting, and how uh, men w- women are better something than men. Something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, we talked about you know fashion and Michelle's uh, dreams. What she's trying to do in the future. We talked about so much stuff. It's a great episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Michelle enjoyed it. Mm. Yep. She enjoyed it 100%. Can she thinks home? it's a great episode. You are home. This is <laughs> Okay. It's a great episode. Uh, and you'll love it. Uh, and make sure to list all of it. Alright. Peace. Bye bye. Obviously, as I told you during the summer, your video isn't the number one anymore. Uh, it got, no, I heard. It got beaten. I remember. You remember? Yeah, I remember. So, now, you... What were you talking about on that podcast? On the other one? Yeah. The other guy? Yeah. Um, I was talking about... We talked a lot about business. How is that more interesting than what I was <laughs> David, let me finish. <laughs> um, of course, like... A lot of the people that I grew up with and I graduated with like watched it because it's like, so it oh, wasn't shoot. fair. Oh no. wow! <laughs> oh wow! No, it wasn't fair at all. There's just more people that knew him, people that I don't even so know. So mine was just, better. Uh, that's subjective, but this one might be better. So who knows, man? Anyways, Michelle, what's been what's been what's been on your mind, bro? What are you trying to? What are you? What's something you're passionate about right now? You know, something that you just can't get off your mind, bro. Everyone talks about, like, pick-me girls, but nobody talks about pick-me guys. Do you know what pick-me guys are? I do not. They're like the guys who are... (laughs) They're like the guys who are constantly, like, tearing down other guys in front of girls, which, honestly, I've seen more of that than I have pick-me girls. Like, I don't... Yeah. Do you think... Okay. I mean, since moving here, I've seen a lot, but in not, Toronto. Yeah. I can understand that. But like growing up in Dubai, I don't know. I it was mainly like guys who were like <laughs> being pickmies. Okay. Um, for the audience that doesn't know what that is, including myself, like you don't know what a pickme is. He doesn't know what a pickme is. 
How do you not know what a pick me is? What like describe? Do you have social media? Describe, bro. I barely use Instagram anymore. He doesn't know what a pick me is. Anyways, D- describe it for us. A pick me is someone who like trashes um, people. They're like they they see as their competition in order to get validation from the gender they are attracted to. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like when people talk about pick me's, they're usually talking about women, which I don't understand because personally, I see more of men do it than women. Could you like demonstrate, like how they would, how one would say? <laughs> <laughs> um. What's a what's a dude like? How would a dude sound? I don't know. It's like 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 you know how like when they're in front of girls, they're like, oh my god. Bro, do you even like, like how much do you even bench? I feel like you can't even like. <laughs> you're like such a fucking. Oh, I like, see. Like they're the guys who are like who like 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 play fight other guys in front of girls. <laughs> like I've seen. Like, like fun a guy like a joke. Yeah, like I fully see guys fucking assaulting each other and like like in the halls like for no fucking reason. They'll be speaking to a girl and punch the their friend in the fucking face. I, I, it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, okay. I think I got the picture now. Yeah. 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 So, what do you at least like? Um, like, what's your what's your theory or hypothesis on like why it is that they do that? Like, what what do you think it stems from? Insecurity. Like, I feel like I feel like with men, they feel like all of their validation needs to come from their masculinity and like dominating other people and like having control over the situations they're in. Which is which is stupid. You think it's stupid as it's a whole. It's stupid. Yeah, I think I think it's stupid. Like, why do you need to be like Mr. Fucking Testosterone to, like, have, to have any sense of self worth? Do you think that it's just like the whole masculine thing, or like is it even further in that they feel that uh, the more they have masculine traits, the more desirable they'll be? I think it's like, from from the time like you're a young boy, you're told that you will grow up and you will take care of a family and you will provide and you will you will have to be like the man of the house and the protector. And I think that like it's been fed into you that you have to protect and dominate and control, like in the workplace and in the family home, like like in every aspect of a boy's life, they're told to control and dominate, and that is where their self-worth should come from, which is stupid. <laughs> you don't think that um, boys should feel that they need to do that? <clears throat> no. What no. if, but okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to like understand in that like, if there is a target audience mm. that is open to that and wants somebody to do those things, but I feel like everyone wants those things. Like everyone, like even men want to feel like protected in their relationship. I guess, yeah, in like different shapes and forms, yeah. Like all human beings want the same thing. We're just told that because of our genders, we it is our job to provide certain things. But we all want the same thing. Mm. That's interesting. I don't know any men who are big spoons. What? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that. <laughs> that's such a small thing. I, I feel like it's perfectly like. 
<laughs> you get me though. You get me. Why would I get you? <laughs> get I don't me. even. I hardly even know what that is. Big spoon. Like they like 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 the big spoon is the person who does the cuddling and the like. You know. No, I I clearly don't. I'm a man of my books. You don't know what a big spoon and a little spoon is. Hardly. Yeah, so, like the one doing the holding. Okay, and the other person is just like the cuddled up person. Okay, yeah. and you've met more men that want to be hugged. Yeah. In I love your relationship. Yeah. How do you how do you get about even being able to envelop the person? It's <laughs> <laughs> a genuine question. Like I'm trying to picture this like <laughs> By putting my arms. Have you ever、them. have you ever like had like a small blanket when like you need to go to sleep? Like how infuriating、no. that is. You've oh I guess yeah you've never seen a small blanket. <laughs> oh, this is a joke about yes, me. Yes. Okay. I'm saying that I'm saying, I'm saying like. I mean, if it works, it works. I guess. No, no, no. Like head on the shoulder. Type like, but like I can I literally、see. like, that's fine. I'm not seeing too much face like, in there, man. Any like for like the for way the, you picture my ass is like, how, what do you think of? They're normal-sized the, people. For the odd, for the odd, for the, all the people listening, man. Like, she, like we're trying to we're trying to understand how it is that Michelle would even begin to like envelop the person. I'm sorry you can't see this, but this is this is truly intriguing. Is this about my size or the size of the people I date? Both. But I have like I surprisingly it... long limbs. <laughs> Do you know? Before the tangent.、Mm-hmm. Um. So, you feel that men, some men will degrade other men in order to get ahead、uh, by flaunting their superior masculinity.、Um, I don't see it as superior masculinity. I see it in as, quotations. Yeah, yeah. So, so you said you don't see it as superior masculinity. Do you think that it's like the inverse? Like you're actually le- less masculine、um, if you flaunt it, or like what's the thinking think, on I, that? I think I don't like. I don't like see it as like. I don't know, but it, like when I see guys do that, it's like it's embarrassing, isn't it? Like I get the ick. This guy's such a weird. Like secondhand embarrassment. Not even that. It's like, why must you get your validation by tearing down another man?、Mm. Like, can you not just be special enough? <laughs> special enough. <laughs> Interesting. And like, have you ever gotten the chance to like talk, like in a conversation with、um, these type of men? Yeah. Yeah, and how and how does that go? To be honest, I'm not very <laughs> polite when I speak to those kind of men, cause like, it's like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just not nice, cause they're not nice. Like,、mm. cause like everything they do is like they can't have a conversation without bringing another guy into it, and like things like that. Cause I knew this I one、see. guy. I knew this one guy in high school. Who like every single time I spoke to him, he would bring in his best friend, and every single time he'd be like, "Oh, this guy's a bitch. 
He's such a fucking snitch. You can't tell him shit. Like I know you you can like you can trust me with this information. Like I would like tell him like things about my life and he'd be like, Oh yeah, I can keep a secret. But don't tell my boy. Don't tell him. He'll fucking tell everyone. He can't keep saying. a thing to himself. He's a fucking bitch. <sighs> I see. I have many stories about this boy. It's quite funny, but they're all the same. Mm. So there's like no like substance. It's like yeah. everything revolves around. It's not necessarily like, like let's say like in a job, right? It's like it's not necessarily like here's the things that I can do and here's the things that I'm good at and here's how I fit in your organization, whatever. It's like you see your candidate back there. <laughs> I worked with him at the last place where this guy stole. This guy yeah. steals. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I don't like that. And like, honestly, I see men doing that a lot more often than I see women doing that. I guess, do you think that maybe they're just not on the spotlight as much? Or... Um, what do you mean? Like, it, like, um, like, do you think it's more evident when women do it? And that like, oh my goodness, how big are your hands? You know, whatever, whatever, right? Oh, you know, reach that thing for me, right? Like, that's more evident. I see that as flirting, to be honest. Like, I'd say like, because I feel like the whole pick me girl, like that sentence. Yeah, the flirting can become a little embarrassing. But I see the pick me girl thing as like, oh my God, she's such a loser. Look at me. That's like, that's how I see it. I feel like everyone's like everyone's turned everything into like pick me girl behavior, which isn't what it is. Mm-hmm. Like people now like see girls flirting and they'll record them and post them on social media and be like, "Oh my god, she's a pick me!" But like mm-hmm. a pick me, the whole reason the whole thing was invented was to tear down people who tear down other people for validation. I see. Do you think that that in and of itself is also pick me behavior of like? filming another yeah. girl and like saying oh man if me. a girl is literally i saw this one video where a girl girl was talking to a boy and she was like laughing she was just laughing and the girl was recording her and she was like look at the way she's standing look at the way she's laughing she's such a fucking pick me but like you know that's mm. embarrassing i feel like once you you're tearing down someone else and you're hurting someone else at, at the expense for this fucking mediocre dick then like <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, okay. So, so somewhat, it matter. It it depends on how you call them out for it, right? Yeah. Like it's just so bizarre because like people talk about pick me girls more often, but I've in my life I think I've only seen two pick me girls like in real life. Mm. But I've met so many boys who like will revolve their entire, ex- like, like they'll get all their validation from publicly tearing from down their own friends. better than the next guy. Yeah. I see. I but see, nobody I see. talks about that. Do you think that we're in the process, like, in the same way that the whole pick-me girl thing uh, became this big thing that everyone knows, do you think that the pick-me boy is, like, just in its starting phase of, like, people finding out about it? No, because people have been talking about it as like like people know what it is and it's existed for a very long time but nobody cares Mm. why do you think that is i don't know i think it's like i don't i see more women calling out pick me girls but i don't see men calling out other men do you think we just don't like them so we don't even like maybe because like for me it's like i didn't even know the name for me it'd just be oh you're just like really annoying 
Yeah, because I don't see girls calling out pick-me-boys. I see boys calling out pick-me-boys, but also, it's like, doesn't it irritate you to the point where you'd actually want to do something about it? Like, how, like, if a guy, if you Mm -hmm. were, like, with a guy and he just starts, like, degrading you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd, like, like, disassociate. What? Like, because, like, what else am I, like, I mean, of course, I would, like, let him know, like, like, what's, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, kill him. Like, what? But, like, I wouldn't be, like, pull out my iPhone and be, like, guess where you're, you're going on TikTok? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, call him out. Okay. But I don't see guys doing that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was talking to my friend Christy over the um, break, and she said that the reason pick me girls get more coverage in the media is because of the way societally we interpret we interpret we interpret, interpret conflict yeah, yeah between men and women so basically when men fight it's like oh my god boys will be boys you know they're fighting over a girl like blah 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 but when girls fight like we make it like oh like what happened to girl support girls what happened to like feminism like we make it a bigger issue because it is a bigger issue but when men fight but with men they see it as like oh my god girls are fighting over us do you get what i mean i see what you're saying um i Christy think explained it a over, lot better i think over history that's been the case but of course we're going through a lot of societal change at the moment right where men are starting to hold each other accountable for prioritizing nyash over like brotherhood, right? Um, we saw that with Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. Um, it's it's been a bigger thing in that it's like, why are you guys fighting over this woman, right? Like we're we're I think we're holding each other accountable on that regard as as of like more recently right were you on team will were you team will smith i was initially like oh yeah you know that makes sense you're talking about his wife but then the more i heard other like grown men like people in their 30s 40s talk about it what did they say it was like like nothing should ever resort to violence right it was just a smack yeah, on live television, and that's his friend too, right? They and were friends? Yeah. And it's like you're emasculating another man over something you were laughing at, right? Oh, yeah. I so forgot he was laughing It was words. just one of those weird things where it's like, not only did you emasculate another man, you emasculated a fellow black brother. It's like one thing if you just sat there and was like, yo, stop talking about my wife wonderful great but resorting to violence on national television and it's like no, it's not even that he punched him in the face right that would have been like and it's like okay this is like a brawl right yeah. it's like slapping is a it's like something that you do to someone under you right a, a slap over a punch those are two very different gestures yeah i feel like a slap would be so much better because it doesn't hurt as much okay and it's more like for men it's like that like we're not we're not fighting if you're if you slap me if you slap me especially like you come up and you smack me and you sit back down like you like your dad you're putting someone in your in their place right oh dang i never saw it so like that. 
when I heard that and like all these different and then even Jada Smith didn't even she didn't defend him she was like you're a grown man I can defend myself what you didn't see her statement no Dude, she threw him under the bus. She's like, I can defend myself. I sort He's... of assumed that she would, she like whispered to him, like, go fucking do something. She said that she didn't. And okay. Will, of course, says that, oh yeah, no, she didn't. I just, it was just me. But that doesn't make any sense. If he was like laughing at first and then like out of nowhere, he just got up. And he like... saw that she didn't like the joke so much. And then, you know, like, and that's the thing. And I heard a lot of different uh, opinions on it where people are saying like, he's a giver, right? And sometimes people exploit that, um, and it 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 makes it that he's on the losing end more often, and it's unfortunate. And I wish it didn't happen between two black brothers. Um, but it's one of those things that people held them accountable. Like, like why are you guys fighting, right? I just feel bad for him because like his marriage was like emotionally abusive, though, right? Yeah. I don't really know like all of the context but i know that he's been through a lot within that marriage yeah. so i imagine what that would do to him like and like the extent that he would go to to like to keep her happy it's like i see that part but i also see what was like yeah i i can understand being mad i just in that moment i don't I, think he was mad i don't think he was ge- genuinely mad i just think that he wanted that's to show up in the air her. I think that at the end of the day, I'm I'm even teaching myself this in that things shouldn't resort to violence, right? Under most circumstances, you don't solve your problems by physically harming the next person, right? And that goes to everything, right? And that's and that's something that more men are having to learn because they're having to unlearn this idea of just you know have your way boom boom right and that's why i think you're right in like a historical sense but where does that come from of like what did i see my dad do how did what did i see the men inside of my life deal with their situations right just violence so a lot of men especially black men i can't speak on other races because i'm not there but i know for a lot of black men and not to say necessarily my life my dad's a pretty upstanding guy, so, uh, but... Oh, I know. But, like, I know for many African-American men, especially if you didn't have a father, and you had to find family through gangs, or just off the street and so on, it's like you're having to unlearn, like, taking violence out of your mannerisms, and then teach your children to do the same of, like, okay, son, we don't, we don't hit. <laughs> Like, let's use our words and so on. And of course, that also comes from a long line of using your words being like the pussy thing to do. It's like, if you, if someone's making you angry, just hit them, whatever, right? Saying use your words sounds so childish, right? Um, Saying like, talk it out sounds childish. People are like, talk it out, bro. We can be enemies. And it's like, no, that's not how longevity goes. All of this, I'm speaking for black men in that we are, we, we're learning how to talk things out and actually how to be productive because we've come through such a long history of just using brute force to answer uh, our problems. So. Um, for a very long time, men would sexualize our physical fights. I feel like women don't fight 
like physically like i feel like that's not a common thing depends where you are yeah but um i feel like like the way it's like depicted in the media it's like it's always over a man and it's always somehow sexual like you know and it's always like for male pleasure like i which i don't understand mhm i think i think there's definitely some truth in there what's the word what's the word what's the word like pushed like what's the word what's the word it's completely slipped out of my head encouraged yes encouraged by the media and by the people around us and like even when we like when we're raised by like violent mothers we don't we're not we don't usually turn out to um resolve our issues through violence which i find interesting because like men's fighting it's not like encouraged but like by the media the way ours are i think because everyone wants to see two girls fight i I, i see what you're saying um yeah i guess it would come down to like what is perceived as womanly right and fighting yeah. isn't exactly one of them and then of course um yeah the i think i think that there's a lot of truth in that like uh the whole like when women fight it's like oh man you guys are supposed to be you know best friends or whatever men fight and it's like oh man you know who's who's about to win like who's going to be the manliest man Um, I think that at least like I just know for men um, I think our imperfections might be a little bit easier to see that's just for me in what um, way? in that like guys kind of like like it, we're not as good at hiding certain things right um, so like certain ideas or um what do you mean? Just don't say them. Just don't say them out loud. If you have like a prop, do you mean like problematic ideas? Not problematic ideas, but more so like like for example, right? If you're a very lonely man, and you are very thirsty, let's say, a lot of men are not good at hiding that. Like they're really not good at hiding it, right? Um, what you you can- mean? Just don't be a goof. <laughs> Just don't be a goof. <laughs> I think so in that regard it's like it's just easier to see I think Um, give me an example because I literally have no clue what you're talking about like I I just said like if like like the the I mean guys who come off as like creepy the male yes that but then also just the male loneliness is put under a lot more spotlight than the female loneliness right because for a lot of women and I'm being very careful how I say this. Very, very careful. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the most part, a lot of women who uh, proclaim to be independent, they don't need a man. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, by myself, I got it, you know, I got this, whatever, right? Um, I'm not saying that they don't exist where they actually are just more independent and don't aren't really looking for anything. But I think that there are many out there who... They're mistaking, um, uh, they're mistaking, like, not having a man for not being able to have a man. You know what I mean? In that, like, me being single is my choice when it's not. See, I saw something 
about this. Mm-hmm. For for women, we can. It's very easy for us to get boyfriends, and it's very easy for us to get yeah. men. I genuinely do believe that single women are happier than single men. One hundred percent. Because like I don't know, because like, we've like. Uh, okay, sorry. Continue. Because like we've gone centuries where we were we were financially dependent on men and now we're mm-hmm. finally at a time where we can make our own money and find our own independence and sure. i feel like we are taking the opportunity to like thrive in it i genuinely do believe that single women are happier i think that at the same time in that happiness because of the abundance of happiness some feel that they have to be happy what they're so happy wait, wait, that wait, wait, they wait. have to be no, happy. No, 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 no. In the abundance of happiness, like just like from a social standpoint, like this is a lot of sociology, many believe that they have to be happy. So many who are single, they're like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to like be happy, like happy with my independence and my loneliness. But it's like some people aren't wired that way and they do actually want a partner, right? So in that regard it's like but i can't say that like i like want a man really badly i'm supposed to be like this independent figure right but it's like but i do do you think that's all women i don't think that's all women i'm not saying all women i'm saying that like for example right um let's took like olden day um like united states uh this is like 19 whatever where there's so much economic growth everyone has a single family home you know everything's wonderful like this is like cold war type like times right everything's wonderful everything's great everyone's happy but it's like no that wasn't actually the case a lot of people are miserable but the neighbors are happy and that neighbor's happy and i do have a single family home and a wife and two kids but it's like, I'm not actually happy. I just feel like I have to be because if I, I have... I all, don't get it. I don't get it. I'm saying that I think people are lying to themselves. I think that... This Do you think that we need a significant other to feel... No, whole? I'm not saying everyone. I'm saying that there's definitely like... There's individuals within that group that that's not... For example, I saw one video, right? Um, women have a bad habit of filming themselves while they're crying. She was in her car and she just came back from a date. Um, and she was like, guys, this guy literally like, uh, ghosted me, whatever, right? She's like, I have, I have my own house. I have a great job. I have a pet. I have like, I, I get my own groceries. I pay my own gas. Like I am literally living the independent life. But literally, I'm crying over a guy right now. It makes no sense. Like whatever. Right. And that was the whole video. And she's like, just like mad. I don't know at who, but she was just like, like I have all these things. I literally don't need a man. But like I'm crying over one. What the heck or something so like that. So you're saying right? a lot of women out there are pretending to be happy. I feel like the the circumstance of like where women are in that they're striving for so much change and finally um getting away from being in like dependent on a man which i think is very very good um in the same regard i think people are people are throwing the baby out with the bathwater. you know what that means no it means throwing out the good with the bad 
So people are now, some people are confusing independence with loneliness, right? Yeah. They think that they have to be lonely to be independent. Um, So now the skills of being able to socialize with the opposite gender or um, even acquire the skills and understand what the opposite gender wants, something that men have had to, are still figuring out, many don't get it. But some, it's like, okay, I understand that, like, for example, women are more, I don't like saying emotional beings, but it's like, I understand that I need to be watchful with how I say things. I need to be caring. I need to make time, right? These things that, like, a lot of people have uh, been striving to understand, um, and therefore, even as they start to collect money and so on, many are taking the time to like also come back and be like, I really would like a significant other, right? Um, I Chrissy th- says, so basically they're tricking themselves into being happy. I think, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people, like, for example, right? Let's say there's four of us. There's me, you, Christy, and Mo. Me, Christy, and Mo all like chocolate. We really like chocolate. And we like chocolate so I much. I like chocolate too. Wait, just just go with it, right? What the f- we all really like chocolate, and we're like, oh man, we like chocolate so much. We're gonna amass all the chocolate we can. You're like, you see, there's only the four of us, right? You're like, oh well, they seem to be really happy with chocolate, so I guess I'll amass some chocolate as well. Even if you like chocolate a little bit, but let's say you like, you're neither here nor there, right? You're amassing all this chocolate thinking that that's what's going to make you happy because it worked for these three without actually figuring out that, hey, I actually don't like chocolate. I like caramel, right? In the same way, I think that a lot of women um, think that they need to screw all men. I just need to work on myself. I need to whatever, which is fine. But you also need to understand what makes you happy and what brings you joy and if that's having another person around that like um that you can um you can talk with that's just there for you and so on i think that's just as important right um and it's finding that out for yourself but for many women uh they've put themselves inside of a inside of a an environment that they actually wouldn't prefer for themselves because they feel that if they become dependent, I put quotation marks for our audio listeners, they think that that dependence means that it's bad. And the same thing for men. A lot of men think that they gotta be the strong, independent, whatever guy. And it's like, you would work, you, you, would, you, would, you would be a good house husband. <laughs> like you could take care of the kids. Like there's nothing wrong with that, right? I think we need a, People need to find out their way of contributing to their happiness, right? I do just think that we have this whole like gender war thing going on when really men and women do want the same thing from each other. Yeah. Like I think we all want to be independent and be happy on our own, but also have someone else to like be there for us. You know what I mean? I don't think everyone wants to be independent. I think that like there are different different people want different roles right um some people are perfectly like some people are givers and what that looks like looks different to different people i know where your mind went (laughs) some people (laughs) some people it's like i would love to like be 
a homebody and be someone that you come back home and it's like I have the house you know the house is warm for you it's like boom tell me about your day whatever men and women right I think it's just fit, figuring that out for yourself and not letting others tell you what you should or should not want from your relationship yeah but I do think the whole like independent woman thing came from like like we're trying so hard to destroy the patriarchy that we're trying to go to like make like com- like do completely opposing things like mm-hmm. back in the day we were fully dependent on our fathers and then our husbands and so now we're like if we want to completely destroy the patriarchy because it's taking us so fucking long have we have like to go to radical. extremes yeah fair enough um, but, but I get what you mean yeah, though. yeah, yeah. and where uh, before the tangent was was that I think it's more evident with men than women I think women their strive for independence and uh, all that stuff makes their loneliness a little more camouflaged while for men if you're lonely everyone like a lonely woman is strong independent so on a lonely man is like dog <laughs> It's not looking too good. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's like, it's like, um, one is easier to spot than the other. So I can't imagine like a lonely, unhappy, successful woman, like, uh, like their money keeps them warm. Like I don't, I can't picture them being unhappy. But see the same, like it's the same money, right? Yeah. If it's the same money, then that should be true for men. But for the most part, like seeing lonely men who just have their money like we feel sorry for them right and that like dang bro you got no kids no no wife no nothing bro but on the other side it's like do you think Man. that's because for us it's harder for, it's harder for us to make money and for us so if we do like become successful it's a bigger deal than when a man becomes successful because the workplace and everything that's, does that's, cater to men. that's an interesting take I, yeah. I I I can't tell you whether I agree with it or not, but I think that's that's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Cause it's more because I get more excited when I see like female CEOs because I imagine if she was a man it would that's be much harder for her. That's a very good point. I mean I if guess, she was a man it would be much easier for her. I guess yeah, but I I can't really see how that would ever be like a negative, right? Like for me, if I see a black CEO or a black man with a lot of money, I'm like, yo, that's freaking sick, man. I can't really, I can't really think of a time where that would be even. There is like a pro and con of that, right? But with loneliness, loneliness or independence, those are like two sides of the same coin. In that, it's like how you view it, right? Because both people are by themselves, but what does by yourself mean is different for the two. Because I think, because you also have to think about like motherhood and stuff. Because when a woman has children, that can seriously get in the way of like career, her career. Because yeah. like, because if she's in like a certain field that requires her body, she will not be she might not be able to like fulfill those roles after she's given birth also she has children to breastfeed and take care of and like Mm -hmm. raise but when a man has kids it doesn't really stand in his way so like because for me the way i see it is 
I need to set up my career before I get married and before I have children because I want to get married. I want to have children, but I also want my career. Mm-hmm. So I want to set it up before I have kids. Yeah. Because once I have kids, my career will slow down significantly. Yeah, that was one thing that my brother taught me, and that um, it's that difference in perspective. And I guess it does all, not maybe even out, but to some extent of like, while a lonely man is seen as miserable and oh man, we pity that guy and uh. Uh, a lonely woman would be seen as just independent, not necessarily lonely. In the same regard, a man with children would be seen as driven. You know, he has a purpose, he has a goal. While a woman with a wom- a woman with children would be seen as distracted and won't be able to focus on the job. Yeah, because like when when men have like a wife and kids, like the reason seen as sad for men is because like their wife and kids won't get in the way of their success. But for us, when we get married and when we have kids, that will get in the way of our success. I guess that's what you look at it. But like, from a general standpoint, kids are seen as more of a good, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, I mean, I'm a religious man, so like to me, that's why partnership and marriage was created. In that, like, it was never supposed to just be one person having to raise the kids. It's like a joint effort. Yeah. And I think that our world is coming to a better place where what that joint effort looks like is can be interpreted. I think you're thinking about like raising the children. I'm thinking about like mater- like maternal I, I just mean in general. In even in maternity, it's like all the time I see um I don't even need to go out there for my parents, right? It's like my dad like help you know roll the stroller like sometimes where oh, like wow. i'm not saying it's a crazy thing but i'm saying that like it's a joint effort of like yeah but your dad could go to work your mother had to like breastfeed no, you for for a little bit it was my mom going to work and then my dad oh, wow. yeah but how did you how were you fed hmm? how were you fed my what how it worked at least for me i don't know about <gasps> did my he do the, did he do them no the- what the <laughs> <laughs> you know how like some like nah, some dads nah, 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 like nah, nah, put nah, the nah, milk nah, nah. pack on their so chest so do, their babies yeah, think their chest is yeah, a tit that's funny. did your dad do that no i don't even know that existed anyways my mom would come back from work and then breastfeed me and then go back to work and then but babies eat like a billion times a day uh i guess like i got my fill and then i was like ah oh, yeah you're good to go you're a baby <laughs> i don't really know how it works is but this they... why you can like go through your entire day and not like not eating and like, com- like you completely like you wake up forget to eat and then like at 9 p.m you'll be like oh dang yeah, i haven't just, eaten today that's just because of how hard i work like i just forget oh wow food. yeah wow yeah that's right me. okay yep no i think it had but like my parents made it work right um with both people helping out and i feel like a lot of young men uh don't really they want a partner they want a wife they want whatever but they don't know how it is that they will help out it's like oh yeah i just need to have kids and she'll take care of it right it's like no that's that's a great way to have your wife cheat on you um you you also as as you got to know how to be a parent. Um, but it's not even like after the baby's like like born. Like cuz when a woman's woman gets pregnant and when when 
like at, before and after her birth like she has to stay at home because she needs like recovery time yeah and, and like that's like a good year where she's not working and that can really like affect your career yeah and i mean i remember my math teacher like uh for a good amount of the like semester that she was teaching us at least my class like she was pregnant right pregnant 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 gave birth uh i think she was out for like a month or so she came right a back a month she was yeah she came a like month. she came right back and then her husband did paternity leave but how did she recover from Bro, the birth you're asking me i mean it was her first kid so i'm pretty sure pregnancies get harder and harder with each kid right really? um christy says no it doesn't it doesn't it no. gets it doesn't get harder i thought it would get easier why'd it get easier i don't know no because as as you my mom told me that it got easier really yeah because i'm thinking like with each like obviously there's like there's differences in time so with each kid you're also an older and older woman so it's more life-threatening that's just my like i don't know whether i'm right or not that's just me guessing no i don't know either i haven't given birth <laughs> you should get some girls pregnant and then we test it out yeah goodness but I think that's interesting. Um, I don't know how we got here, but... Yeah, we were talking about pygmies. <laughs> how do we make this about nudes? Because I have many thoughts on nudes. <laughs> well, for me, I can't relate because I am a holy child of God and... Uh, I don't get nudes. Um, I just uh, I just read the Bible. You don't get a good surprise nude. I uh, to me it's like even like what would you do with it? Look at it. And then what? Touch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to me it's like dude it's so it's such it's such vanity. Like it, it doesn't accomplish anything. Oh yeah, I take news for me. Sometimes I just take them to just keep them and look at them for myself. I can't imagine looking at it, looking at a pit. That mirrors. We have mirrors. You know that. Right? Like you just go to the mirror. Yeah, something and like, about the camera. It just oh, does man. something more. I, I can get like a good angle and then just like save it. Dude, I low-key might have to make this like a paid episode. <laughs> that's 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 crazy stuff. Is that all you wanted? Is that you get it all off your chest? No pun intended. <laughs> that made me laugh. Thank you. I try my I try my best. Yeah, 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 I think I did. You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you feel now? I feel much better. Mm. That's great. Yeah. Hi. So for you, why are you getting into fashion? I really like designing things. What also, do you think that? Oh, also, sorry. Yeah. I feel like like the beauty like the beauty standard is very much influenced by the fashion industry, and I feel like if more people of color women of color were to infiltrate the fashion industry because not a lot of us have big names in the industry we can like 
make it better for the next generation like that's really what i'm thinking of like i'm thinking about like putting more women of color in the spotlight in the mm-hmm. fashion industry like that's my main main goal where do you think it came from uh that came from being in a british school and <laughs> um i went to a british school and it was extremely uh racist um, I grew up in a very racist city, and I was around a, a, like a very racist people. So my perception of myself has always been like, I am lesser because I am a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, because like the beauty standard in the UK is very different to the beauty standard here. So um, like that's like like I'm hoping that what I do in the industry will change that not only here but also in other countries mm-hmm. yeah. so currently mm. you know um what like what are what are some things going on inside the fashion industry that you're not really vibing with like currently you know well uh if you look at like like all of the shows all of the big runway shows it's very obvious like most of the models are thin white women and the very few models of color are very obviously there because of tokenism Mm -hmm. and also they like these models like they they're made to hide their natural features like i haven't seen any like black women with their natural hair they've all gotten like pin straight hair and they've got, got like makeup that hides their natural features and it's just like and also like I'll, I'll see like ads where it'll be like a bunch of white people and then one person of color and like, ooh, there was this one Calvin Klein ad where it was like three white women and one black woman and the white girls were wearing like like underwear and the black woman was like wearing shorts and a tank it was so bizarre it was like they were hiding her skin skin tone and trying to like hide push her to like the side mm. and i don't like that because it just feels like tokenism and it's like the beauty standard is still whiteness and i would like it to become more even in the, for the next generation mm-hmm. um do you feel like um things are progressing well in the fashion industry no. toward no. no 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 i don't um actually i was just doing some research research into this we've actually gotten worse this year this year we have less representation than we have over the last couple of years like we're literally getting worse in like fashion week runway or mm-hmm. oh really yeah like it like it's not like real change like people are just trying like like you can tell it's tokenism because like there won't be like a range in races or body types or anything like that it's literally just like a bunch of white women and then two black women and then a couple east asians like this but like other races like for example south asians we get zero representation Mm -hmm. like we barely get any like we are struggling like it's like and it's quite upsetting like i'm like i'm hoping to like I don't know because like there are so many races out there like there are so many races and really so many of us are just not being acknowledged in so many ways Mm -hmm. and the few races that are being acknowledged that are not white they're only there for tokenism Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I, I do feel that in that, um, like, media is very void of reality, right? So on maybe the fashion um, magazines or um, any news article covering the thing, yeah, it might take the picture of the black woman or the Asian woman and, like, fashion week you know this week or you know whatever line whatever right and it like shows those people like inside the like articles whatever but in the actual event that was the only one (laughs) right and like when like you put when they put women of color on like magazine covers especially melanated women like they'll make them like not the focus of the cover like they'll make them look extremely small or they'll hide their skin or they'll just like keep them like a bit i don't know and they'll also like take i've noticed they do this so many times with women of color with like melanin like 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 they'll like take away their femininity like they'll make them look more like like intense and like aggressive and hidden like they will hide their skin interesting it's so bizarre like melanated women like they they're never like showing skin whereas like white women on the cover they'll always be like showing skin and they're always shown as like really feminine light but we don't get that Mm -hmm. i mean i already understand that stuff of like um like fragility right um and how that's been exploited throughout history you know uh black men you know framed for things that they didn't do but because the wit i mean because the victim is a fragile white woman it's like oh man she wouldn't lie to us right films and so on that perpetuate these things um but what's been perpetuated for black women is that they're intense they're aggressive so on right and that comes off inside the marketing of and I think, I guess, maybe the girl boss, you know, quotation thing, kind of... Like, I never see black women being presented in a feminine light. And, like, that's something I really want to do when I become, like, when I enter the industry. Like, I want to, like, tackle, like, racial stereotypes. Like, even when Because, pe- like, it's so obvious that they are not doing it for the sake of minorities. They're doing it to, f- check, tick, like, take off a box. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it's the foundations that the brand is already built on, right? Um, And if it does numbers, they'll do it, but they don't actually believe it, right? Um, And I think think a lot of things are misconstrued in that, like, for white, I mean, for black women being, like, so strong and, like, okay, we're, like, pushing for change, you know, because we got both... Uh, femininity or feminism and critical race like going at the same time right Um, I'm learning in sociology I forgot what it was it was like intersectionality Um, I think that also sometimes is misunderstood by the audience in that like white people are like oh wow that's so great you know what yeah you guys are strong and you guys are you know whatever right and when they market it it's like look at this strong serious woman she takes crap from no one right and it's like okay well hold on <laughs> we don't we don't need to like angry anything like we're just like promote us the same way you promote 
people of your own race, right? Um, and I think that it's all just brown found, brand foundation. Like for non, um, like I worked a lot with Mo in um, Mo Nikki, our RA. Shout out Nikki, man, best RA. Um, I worked with them a lot in like figuring out like what should this brand be because. Part of me does want to take a radical approach of having no white people be on the marketing of it, so all models will be of a visible minority. Um, but then I also uh, talked a lot with um, people like Ella, right? In that, like, do you feel discluded from this, right? So, like, getting all those different conversations because. I do want Nan to have like make like a positive change in exactly what you're saying, of like how we view beauty, um, who, who are we marketing to, and who are we promoting, and what changes are we making, right? Um, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Also, like like when people think about like like racial issues in the fashion industry, like nobody talks about how like little representation certain races get mm. like i like i mainly only see like white people black people and east asians getting the most representation yes yeah like but like most other races yeah i guess like they would see it as like the major you know like it's yeah. like if we hit these three typically yeah. you know, <laughs> i think yeah. we're good i i definitely see that yeah it's just so not genuine because if like, it's so obvious that the only reason they're giving black people and east asians representation at all because we're the loudest yeah and because like yeah i saw um vogue did this like photo shoot in india and it was all the models were white <laughs> they went to india <laughs> with their people they, took pictures yeah and then left there was not a single brown person they were like in the villages they were in the markets yeah bro africa right. africa feels that bro <laughs> the white people come in with their with their, uh, their world <laughs> vision <laughs> look at this black boy that's barely eating and this black boy has to like pose for the camera <laughs> and then they leave <laughs> They don't give them anything. <laughs> they could have picked out a South Asian model. They could have hired someone there. Yeah. But they did. They brought their own people. They're like, hey, man. <laughs> Look at this this vibrant environment. Look at this bustling Look at community. This poverty. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these sad people. You're, Anyways. Your <laughs> clothes Your clothes are going to look so good among these. <laughs> Take a vacation oh. over to... Yeah, no, it, it definitely... Yeah. yeah. I, I never see South Asians get any representation. Ever. Like, ever. It's so... Like, like, yeah, not, like, positive representation. I see. Like, growing up, I never had any positive representation. Mm -hmm. Like, I had Mowgli. <laughs> 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 and I just found out that Princess Jasmine was apparently half Indian. And also, mm. yeah, she lived in the fucking Taj Mahal. Princess Jasmine? Princess Jasmine, that oh, was- Oh wait, from Aladdin? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, what? I rewatched- Wait, what's the other half? She's Arab. 
the whole the whole bro, everyone I, thinks that princess jasmine is like fully arab i'm not even gonna lie bro at that age i think they're all the same yeah because disney doesn't know the difference between arab women yeah, yeah. and south asian women they just wanted I mean, I an exotic brown woman when disney not made aladdin copied aladdin 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 yeah, it's already a story exactly when disney made their interpretation of aladdin yeah, 100%. They didn't care about the culture. It's like, yeah. it's just like a... They just wanted an exotic, melanated woman. Like, like Disney's done that so many times. But, like, when they make melanated women, they would put them in such a, like... They would sexualize them so much without actually giving them any credit for their actual culture or their, or or their like, um, what's the word? Values or traditions or anything like that. Yeah. Because, like, most, like, I know South Asian culture and Arab culture is very conservative. So it's so bizarre. I hated that movie so much. Yeah, I only really watched it once. I have so much beef with that movie. Yeah. Like, now that I, I like, I like that, that I ha- sort of had some South Asian representation, but no one knows that she's half South Asian. Mm. And no one knows how much South Asian culture has, rep- has like, affected that movie. I'm going on at a tangent. <laughs> But I fucking have so many thoughts. Also, the entire movie was racist. But also... (laughs) I also found out that Prince Naveen from Princess and the Frog was also South Asian. Yeah, no, we ain't vibing with that one, bro. 100% black. insane. That is a black brother. His mom was wearing a sari. That is a black brother. I never fucking knew. Um, That's insane. We 100% claim him. He is ours. Now, do, are, there, are there no black men in Disney movies now? Are there none? Nick Fury. Who? Uh, Avengers guy? Eyepatch? <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, we, we have Nick Fury. <laughs> That's not Disney, though, is it? Yeah. What? Avengers is Disney? Disney, yeah. What? Yeah. You're lying. Yeah. No, you're a liar. You're a liar. They're owned by Disney, I'm so sure. No, they're, no, no, they're not. 100%. But it's not a cartoon. Why do you think Ave- Avengers is on Disney Plus? Christy, is Avengers owned by Disney? You're lying. We have Nick Fury voice. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, I like 100%. But anyways, going back to fashion, um, I think those are definitely the co- uh, the conversation that need to be had. And I think that, I think less, I mean, more, more black businesses, minority businesses need to be okay with not showing white. And... I'm gonna put a disclaimer. It sounds worse than it actually is, but we do need to also understand that many businesses have been doing that just inversely for the last thousands of years. We gotta even right? out the school. We gotta like and even it out. To me, it's not necessarily revenge as it is. No, we gotta like balance the scales. I think it's balancing the scales of like, okay, there's you've we've seen enough white, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can go to Prada, Vogue, wherever you want, and you'll see it. I need to make sure that, like, since there's an overrepresentation of white in other places, I need to overrepresent other cultures inside of mine, right? And I guess that's just the active choice. And I feel like more people should feel less bad about doing that. And of course, some people are going to say that I'm being hypocritical or I'm being racist or it's a double standard. But to me, it's like, if for them it's just business and we can understand that i don't know why it can't just be business for me yeah 
I mean, I'm probably gonna like throw in some white people in my in my like just to avoid being cancelled <laughs> <laughs> token white people I'm gonna have some token white people <sighs> but like I I will be prioritizing other people I mm-hmm. think so would you say that you're excited for the future yeah when it comes to fashion very would like you say you're like, like sorry but would you say you're optimistic or oh yeah okay oh yeah sorry i feel like with me i don't know because my brain's kind of weird but like everything i do i think of like i'm thinking about like my future kids Mm -hmm. like it's bizarre but i want my children to grow up not seeing their race as something that makes them lesser like or like less attractive or like Mm -hmm. less desirable because like um for south asian oh yeah yeah knock on wood man that was that's 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 real stuff man yeah I want like because like for South Asian women we are so like I forgot the word but it was like I forgot the word it's like desexualized no it's not it's like like we're like we're seen as like not I forgot I, there was like the, undesirable no not undesirable like the word sexualized was in there I forgot the word but it was such a good word sorry bro dang but yeah we are seen as extremely undesirable Mm -hmm. and I would like because maybe like I feel like maybe it's because like our culture is conservative but also we are just (laughs) that word would have been so good right now damn yeah I definitely get what you're saying though in that like making sure because people react to their childhoods differently right a lot of black men uh, grew up with their the skin like their skin color being unattractive so we just weren't seen as the first choice growing up it was the white kid that was we've talked about this the white kid yeah. that was good at soccer right <laughs> soccer um and I'm sorry in, Ca- in Canada is soccer like the big no man no sport? no it's just like that kid's really fast so he obviously like has soccer. like a four packet soccer at, that's at the big man sport not necessarily like you could play hockey too whatever yeah, but it's hockey. like just the athletic kid the athletic white kid right um so a lot of black men's um their the reaction to that is i'm gonna make sure my kid is lighter right it's almost like self-hate and like wishing that like wishing that they were lighter so they're living on through their kid right yeah that's some people's reaction and it's really sad and you see a lot of black men go through it um also that like i it's going to be a while before i decide to give men representation in my brand but when i decide to do that (laughs) um i like with black men they're at one on one hand they're like overly fetishized 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 yeah but on the other they're also seen as like undesirable black men know what it's like to be a woman when it comes to pornography um in that Mm in that like yes i'm desired but for the wrong reason yeah right um and i guess like my reaction to my uh childhood of not being the first choice i'm a black kid i look different from all the other kids right it wasn't until like grade three that i finally had a black best friend right like it's it was tough out here 
Where did you go? Because hmm? I lived in like Burnaby, and then I went to a uh, school in like near to my house. And but then you didn't know any like black children until you were. Eight. I did, but it's self hate. So any like there was only there was one other black kid inside of my grade two class. But it was like I was like I'm not being friends with that kid. That kid's freaking cringe, right? It was like it's just a lot of things that's going through a kid's mind of like the people that hang out with are the white kids, you know, the kids that exactly yeah. right. For me, um, and much of what you're saying is that creating a defense of like my kids aren't like going. They're gonna look exactly like me. Actually, they can look like whatever, and that won't be. The factor that brings them confidence, right? In fact, they'll be more confident because they look like me, right? Yeah, I want my children to love their race. Like, yeah, that's I, the biggest thing. Yeah, I want them to be like, "Yo, I am so sexy," <laughs> but like, because I never like felt that. Because like in the city I grew up in, like South Asian women were so undesirable. Like in the UK, like we are the most undesirable women. So bizarre, because mm. we're treated so differently in Canada, though. Canada's, um, it's, like, multicultural, so, like, you come down here and it's, like, people, like, it's not their first time seeing a South Asian woman, it's not their second time, it's not their third, like, oh, they no, know in the UK, people, the right? issue is that there are so many of us. I think in the UK, it's, like, uh, of course, the UK and, is you know, like, Britain, yeah. but, you know, the... <laughs> the father the fatherland of racism <laughs> um but like canada it's like everyone's an immigrant so yeah. there's a lot more acceptance but of course like that's as you grow up and get to understand people i know it's also the communities like the the, the epicenters of I like think people of color do have like a lot more influence here that's inside of like the hubs of society so like we're in like toronto biggest yeah. like most populated city in all of canada bc vancouver surrey that kind of area all those like bro anywhere that like the hubs of bc very multicultural like where you, you go to with, with, with like the majority like white kids where i not really like oh. burnaby yes ish at that time but nowadays it's not like that at all actually there's a lot of asian people um including where like my where my family is right now a lot of brown people a lot of asian people right but you go to like alberta saskatchewan uh you know these smaller town areas It's not so... It doesn't feel as Canadian because there's less cultures. So it's like, it's more isolated to one culture and so on, right? Like for me, because of how cultural Canada has become, like I can go to like Chinatown and like I can relate with people. Someone has like a... Someone has like a, a Lakers hat. Like, you know, we can we can engage with each other, right? Some cities, it's like... You're only seeing a, a certain race, right? And some people stick to their own and so on. So it's a bit like that. But yeah, no, the UK, bro, I can't even imagine growing up there. I feel like I'd have so much malice in my heart for like yeah. white people. Yeah, you would. I, um, like just before I moved 
here. I was very, 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 very slightly traumatized. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very scared about moving um, to Canada because I thought that the majority of the people here would be like the majority of the people there. Like I assumed yeah, everyone yeah. here would be like racist. It'd be exactly because, the same. Because everyone from the UK is like, oh my God, North America is so racist compared to us. You should be grateful that mm. all we're doing is like beating the shit out of you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's like basically like along the lines of what they would say. Like, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, racism is like sort of bad here, but it's worse over there. Mm -hmm. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least not like for like from my experiences. Like, I was very much terrorized by what I experienced mm -hmm. there than I did here. So, and when it comes to fashion then, and yeah. for the future, I guess you would, you would um, exert more of your resources and influence, not here, but like you'd go back home. Yeah, like the, like the Middle East and then also the UK. I was like, because here it's like, the issue is there, like representation in North America is not great, but it's like worse in the air the places i grew up in and i was hoping that like my influence would like stretch out to that to that point as well mm -hmm. but yeah i also want to like you know fix like help the industry here because it's also pretty shit here mm. <laughs> like but yeah like here the issue is that other races are not getting representation but there it's like all races are getting terrible representation mm. <laughs> well people of color at least if you know what I mean. Yeah. Those are two delicate issues. Yeah. Hi, man. Well, this is a great episode, bro. I appreciate you coming We're done? out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I need to study. <laughs> is there anything, any last thoughts you want to say to the, to the listeners, man? No. Any, no. No. You have no final wisdom. No last let me remarks. Think. Let me think. Let me think. No, I got nothing. Damn. <laughs> hey, man. A wise man once said nothing. What? Michelle, what's the song of the day, man? Oh, Richest Killers. Bye. MTSG. Wow. Wonderful. Hey, guys, go listen to it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, I hear the sound. I know you hear the sound, Michelle. That's the sound of Neptune saying, Victor, it's time to move into your place and finally stop couch surfing can i play the song yes sir no i'll play it myself i appreciate you coming out michelle i mean you didn't really come out i i you live here and uh also i was not prepared I to film and i could have said so much more if you get, gave me time mm, that's deep i <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. You know, smash like. Give us a great review on Apple Podcasts. And go join the Discord and tell me what you think about the episode. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Do you hate Michelle? Do you hate Probably. me? Watch me get fucking cancelled. That'd be funny. <laughs> Anyways, let us know what you think on the Discord. I'd really like to hear what you think. 
follow the Instagram, you guys already know the deal. It's great out here, and I'm a, I'm always so appreciative of you guys. Make sure to tell someone that you love them. Very important. It's a very important thing to do. I love you. Yeah, freak off. <laughs> <laughs> I will catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.